Hello and welcome to the Anchor Book Club Podcast. My name is Olaoluola Doko and I'll be your host today as we continue our review of the book on the Holy Spirit by Smith Wigglesworth. Our topic today is Our Heavenly Dwelling, Chapter 7 of the book. And I'll be sharing from my notes on the chapter. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 from verse 16 down to 5 verse 7. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, and house not made with hands, eternal in heavens, in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be closed upon with our house which is which is from heaven for if so be that being clothed we shall not be found naked for we that are in this tabernacle do groan being burdened not for that we would be unclothed but closed upon that mortality might be swallowed up of life now he that hath wrought us for the self same thing is god who also hath given unto us the earnests of the Spirit. Therefore, we are always confident, knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord, for we walk by faith, not by sight. God would love for us to come into the fullness of redemption, because this is liberty, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. The fullness of redemption is God's idea of liberty for us. Liberty is not an excuse for selfishness. Liberty here implies the Holy Spirit having his liberty with me. It is the Holy Spirit having his own form of liberty within me. 2 Corinthians 4.16 says, We do not look at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. We should never get carried away by physical activities in the name of spiritual influence. The Spirit of God is a spirit of wisdom and not excesses. When the Holy Spirit is allowed full reign over the operations of human life, He always works out divine wisdom. And when it gets full control of our lives, the divine source flows through so that all the people may receive edification in the spirit. When he has free room, he has free way and he can move all and all. We must be conversant with two things. Number one, that we are not our own. And number two, that we belong to a spiritual order. Number one, we are not our own. That is shown in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. And two, that we belong to a spiritual order.
When we accept this, we realize that we do not belong to the earth and therefore our minds and bodies always have to be on the ascending position that is catching up with the temple of the spirit when we do this we ascend and are transformed but if not we stay ordinary and live our whole lives in the realm of the senses that way we descend and conform so when we ascend making the spiritual realities our higher source of inspiration and direction we ascend and are transformed but when we stick to the sense realm and and try to remain ordinary we descend and conform to the ways of the earth in this transforming condition we may by the power of the spirit as god gives us revelation be lifted up into a very blessed state of fellowship with god of power with god and in that place of power with God, we will have power over everything else. For to have all power over the earth, you must first have power with God. We must stay connected to that heavenly place. We must stay high. We must stay connected to the highest level of everything, which is the heavenly place. Now, how do we consciously stay on a high spiritual level? Number one, through our association. Your association has a persuasion over you. So the quality of your association defines the direction you are headed towards. Believe it or not, the association we have around us defines our perspective, defines our view on things. The kind of communication we are having with people defines our perception on things. So if we are having spiritually edifying conversations, our mind will be focused on spiritually edifying things. If we are concerned about trending topics and topical issues, if that's all our mind is stayed on, then that will be the concern of our mind all through the day. Philippians 3.10 says, we should conform to his death. We should conform to his death. Now, what does this mean? What does it really mean to conform to the death of Jesus? It leads us to a form of death, a death of separation to God, of yieldedness, of exchange, where God takes me to himself and leaves the old nature behind. 2 Corinthians 4, 18 says, While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. Then I may grasp some idea of what it will mean if I die to myself. We have to see by the grace of God that the dissolving described in 2 Corinthians 5.1 is a great thought. There is a position in God that we must clearly understand. 2 Corinthians 5 says, Not because we want to be unclosed, but further closed, that mortality may be swallowed up by life. The second thing we have to take note of to stay high on the spiritual level is that we have to allow our mortality to be swallowed up. We have to allow our mortality to be swallowed up. Now, mortality is a great word. While it is necessary, it is a hindrance. While mortality has done a great deal to produce everything we see, it is a hindrance if we live in it. It is a helpful positive if we live over it. So we cannot live in the in the sense realm. We have to live above it then we must understand how mortality can be swallowed up 
we must know how the old body the whole tendencies to the fallen nature may be swallowed up there is a verse we must always come to and it will serve us to look at it now that second corinthians 4 10 says always carrying about in the body the dying of the lord jesus that the life of jesus also may be manifested in our body what is the dying of the lord it is dying to desire in the measure that we look to one another for our help we lose faith in god if you rely upon any man or woman upon any human assistance to help you you fall out of the greater purpose god has for you you must learn that no earthly source can ever assist you in this where your spiritual journey is concerned god is the ultimate source of fulfillment god is the ultimate source of feeling and fullness you are going to this realm of life only by mortality being swallowed up by life galatians 2 26 and the life which i now live in the flesh i live by faith in the god in the son of god so even our lives in the flesh is lived from a perspective of a higher level of the heavenly realm that is the process of dying and living this is the process of dying and living the apostle paul could see that if he had any communion with flesh and blood he couldn't go forward in the lord galatians 1 15 to 17 states that it was even necessary for jesus's flesh and blood ties to be put in this context he had to die to the flesh in that sense jesus said in matthew 12 48 to 50 who is my mother and who are my brothers and he stretched out his hands towards his disciples and said share my mother and my brothers for whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother flesh and blood were nothing to jesus the body that brought him forth was nothing to him god brought him into the world as a seed of life to him that obedient believer was his mother that servant of god was his brother that follower of christ was his sister but this is a higher ideal this takes a lot of spiritual knowledge another example of dying to self taken from jesus's life was in the garden of gethsemane jesus faced his suffering with two different standpoints his human nature instantly cried out if this is possible let this cup pass from me Matthew 26, 39. The next moment, he was saying with his divine nature, Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will, in verse 39 also. He also said, But for this purpose I came to this hour in John 12, 27. His human nature had no more choice left. He was off to face the cross. And that is the reality to us. We are supposed to continuously on it daily basis superimpose spiritual realities on the natural so whenever our bodies our physical bodies and our physical urges are crying in that manner of if this cup can pass over me please let it pass over me lord the spiritual insights that we have should be able to say in that same situation nevertheless not my will but yours be done so daily Dying to flesh is a conscious action that we have to engage in. It is not passive, it is conscious. We have to deliberately bring spiritual realities upon our physical realm. We are more distracted and disturbed by the growing demands of life when we don't reach the ideals of the spirit. We would murmur about everything if we don't get to that level. So why 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 not step into a level where God can exchange our thoughts with his our actions with it and our decisions with it. 
let's remember that the light afflictions of this earth worketh for us a more exceeding and eternal ways of glory and it comes by focusing on eternal things as we see in second corinthians 4 from verse 17. on that note guys i would like to end today's podcast thank you for joining me on this have a beautiful day and as always remember to find some time to spend studying the word of god and in fellowship with god on your personal level today have a lovely day god bless you bye bye